You are listening to Herbal Marie, a podcast about herbs and home remedies to heal yourself. All advice shall be considered suggestions. Please research all herbs before using and discover ways to feel better and be well. Good morning. Are you ready to learn another wild edible and why the fuck you'd even want to know about it? Today we're going to learn about the wild edible violet. Yeah, what's up? We're back again. We're back on the porch. It's been a chunk of time. It's been a chunk of time since we hung out with cleavers and nettle. I think we've only done two. But we're doing a wild edible series here at Herbal Marie as a total non-expert, okay? So I'm learning more about it. You're learning more about it. And um, violet is definitely one that you should have on the top of your list. Now, with that said, there's a season. There's a season for violet flowers. Absolutely. This is definitely a spring thing. This is definitely something that like, like right now, if I wanted violet flowers, tough shit, kid. You know, like they're gone. (laughs) Your lazy ass should have got out and got them when, you know, the yard looked kind of purplish when they're, when they were plentiful. Now, yeah, sure, you might find like one here and there, but not so much. Now though, now though, I can harvest violet leaves, which I do. So I do have some experience with violet because it's one of my favorite leaves to eat. Like, um... When you eat it, my my throat's like, <clears throat> I love violets. I love them. When you eat violets, they have like their own like oily thing going on. I always say like the violet leaves come with their own salad dressing, um, but they're best eaten in the spring. So yeah, I mean, first, as soon as the violets are there, go get them. You go get them. But now as we're into June, like we're talking like the middle, over the middle of June, my goodness, my middle daughter has a birthday on the solstice. 13. All right. Anyways, we're not going to go there. Um, but yeah, June is like whizzing on by. And as it goes with 2020, it's a pisser, right? This whole year, crazy. Um, but right now, I am harvesting, actively harvesting all the good looking violet leaves I can find because I love to dry them for tea. So recap, in my personal experience, I love to eat the flowers fresh. I love to eat the the young leaves fresh. I chop them up in salads or just munch on some in the yard. And then I love to dry the leaves for tea. I have also dried the flowers for tea. Oh yeah, I love tea, you guys. It's free, especially if you're harvesting your own. And it's just easy, you know. But violet is definitely, like, if you would Google search, or not Google, because Google, don't get me started on that either. Okay, if you would go, go, duck, duck, go search. (laughs) Of course, who knows with any of these search engines, if they're, if they're honest and truthful, and I don't know, so tired, so tired of this world. (laughs) If you would use your search engine of preference, whatever that may be, or look up in your herb books, you are going to get overrun with violet recipes. Like people are doing some things with violets that are really awesome. Some things off the top of my head though is a violet syrup. 
um, or just making like an infusion and then making violet lemonade because once you like you can make like a blue tea with violet and then once you add the lemon juice it turns pink there's like just some things like that you can do um you can make violet honey um but yeah personally i love it in a spring salad and then later on for tea so why the fuck would you want violets well because say like it was we had to forage for our own food this would be a really good food source because they're yummy like they really are um, I really do like eating violets and the leaves like if if it's a little bit later on in the season and you're like oh they're kind of hard and chewy you can chop them up really really fine you know you can do that um, but let's pull up the eye plant app by Brigitte Mars I think that's what we did last time I'm trying to remember like how we went about our WTF wild edibles I think I just talk with you here on the porch we go over like maybe a few nerdy na 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 things from this app and then then I have my violet folder we can look into that I probably should have listened back and seen what I did with the other podcast but now I just have to go from what I kind of remember so violet um what can I tell you about violet do you want to hear the history about it um it's it is in Greek mythology, a woman whom Zeus took as a lover. Um, Zeus's wife, Hera, was jealous. Can't blame her, right? To hide loan from Hera, Zeus turned her into a white heifer, heifer, like a cow, and Lone wept. And Zeus returned her tears into violets to give her something wonderful to graze upon. So wait a second. Violets, violets come from Zeus's lover's tears. Okay, I'd never heard of that. <laughs> Did anyone just go what the fuck with me? All right. Anyways, it is actually from Western Asia and Europe, but now violets are everywhere. Um, most of them are perennial, or they cut, or they just drop seeds and they come back. If you download the iPlant app, you'll have all this extra information that I'm just skimming over. <laughs> I'm just skimming over. <laughs> so um, it's definitely an alterative. That means it's like good for just like all your body to drink some violet tea or eat some violets. It's got some antifungal, anti-inflammatory anti properties. It's antiseptic, astringent. There's a lot of different other things. It is slimy. It's demulcent and stuff, emollient. It actually has expectorant properties. So it's another good just thing to eat in the spring. Like, hey, man, you've been sluggish. So, like, eat some damn violets. Like, you really can just go around and eat the violets. But, yeah, at some point, you don't want to eat too many, right? So, like, you'll either want to dry them, the little flowers, dry them. Or, yeah, we'll talk about some other things you can do with them like making a simple syrup but really honey honey why even go to sugar I'm just saying I need to de-sugar so bad Ugh. I'm like every month I'm like next month I'm gonna quit sugar next month I'm gonna quit sugar <laughs> and then I went to this like bulk food store and they had um real ginger ale ginger ale made with real ginger and I was like mm, next month I'm gonna quit sugar all right, so there's a lot of, like, different things. The root, 
the root, we don't talk about this too much because it'll make you throw up. Um, so yeah, just this really the leaves and the flowers. But anyways, it's very cooling. So violet's really good at clearing heat, like in the body. It's a very cooling plant to eat. Um, you could you could mash up violet leaves and violet flowers if you had something like an infection on your skin or swelling. Most plants are good for that. I mean, it's like, if you're, when in doubt, mash it up and put it on your skin. No, disclaim, disclaim, disclaim out the wazoo. Do your research first. Don't just be mashing up anything. But we're talking about violets today. And why the fuck you would want some violets in your life. So if you see them growing in your garden beds, like, if you can, just leave them. Leave them. You can eat them. You can eat them and drink them. It's good for Qatar, like, phlegmy shit, um, colds. Uh, even if you had a fever, it would help. It's very cooling. It would help you bring down your fever. If you're an angry little monster, it would help you be nicer. <laughs> but it's expectorant. So you got any type of coughing, whooping cough, um, all types of stuff. Violets are good for uh, sore throat, uh, tuberculosis, uh, bronchitis, shit like that. Also. Um, asthma, so it's good for the lungs. It's good for varicose veins. Um, we need more violets in our life. Absolutely. You can make compresses for breast cysts and cancers and hemorrhoids. You can even mash up some violet leaves and violets and put it in your butt cheeks if you're having trouble with the hemorrhoid. And, um, it's just so much, it's just so much good. It's just so much good. But you know, the whole, whole foraging scene is all about food. <laughs> like I never met a bunch of people in my life that were so hungry. <laughs> I'm still following. Well, I t I'm, I just actually last night deleted my Facebook apps off my phone because I'm like these are so distracting. However, when I am getting distracted, um, I am still checking out the Wild Edibles group and the Western PA Foragers group, which is much quieter compared to the National Wild Edibles group of people everywhere. Um, and there are some troublemakers in that Wild Edibles group. That's <laughs> this is so wrong. They'll like deliberately post a picture of something really bad and poisonous, you know, like poisonous hem poisonous hemlock or poison ivy or just some fucked up shit and they'll be like tell me again how I prepare this for a meal or like I've eaten this I'm not feeling so good what should I do there's some shits that are in there just getting everybody crazy <laughs> it's not right but it is kind of funny but anyways you're pretty safe with violets <laughs> Um, they are a symbol of innocence and modesty. Um, so they're good for heartbreak and anger. If you, if you are sensitive enough to feel the energetics of your plants that you're working with, if you have grief and, you know, just a lot of like hot issues, like ugh, agitation, try getting more violets in your life or getting some dried and so you have it for tea. Um, I think you'll like it. It's actually like a very, like, it just kind of tastes like veggie broth to me. Like, it's very vegetable-like tea. Um, I really enjoy that. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, 
They used to plant violets on the graves of children in ancient Rome. And you can eat the flowers as a breath freshener. So the flowers yield a pigment that is used in making litmus paper. And in folklore traditions, violet flowers are carried to bring good fortune. So this is from the iPlant app. Um, contradictions. Violet is not recommended in cold conditions such as chills. <clears throat> Otherwise, it's safe and gentle. It can be even used as a substitute for baby aspirin. So it does have says. So it does have some salicylates, which is that stuff in aspirin. My gosh, do you think I need some tea? <laughs> hey, we do these in the morning before people get up and start revving their four wheelers and lawnmowers and weed whackers. So you you have to deal with my morning throat. Okay, but the reason it's good for veins is because there's a flavonoid in it called rutin. So that is why it's good for veins and it's got some vitamin C and beta carotene and yeah, violets. Who knew, right? So yeah, next time <clears throat> you are um, just thinking, well, what can I put in my salad? Think of some violet flowers if they're in bloom and, and definitely the violet leaves. Oh, absolutely. So let me get my little um, folder out and see if we can get some recipes. I'm trying, I don't really, I mean, I like going to people's websites, but I just know that as soon as I type in um, culinary uses of violets, uh, we're going to be like so much to go through. And I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like editing the description box to contain a bunch of links. Yeah, that's where I'm at, you guys. Like super duper lazy, not worth it. <laughs> How do you feel about your podcast, Herbal Marie? Uh, super duper lazy, hardly worth it. All right, on that note, let's take a break and get me some tea. And um, as I'm looking in this folder, I guess I already did a nerdy, you know, Violet um, podcast. So there's that already floating around cyberspace somewhere. If you want a quick pow pow for your money, you know, Violet, check it out. Um, you can find it on herbalmarie.com. Bitches. <laughs> beautiful lovelies just want to take a moment to mention all the kind-hearted people who directly support this podcast shout out to my patrons on patreon shout out to my listener support sponsors on anchor radio and shout out to my donors via paypal on herbalmarie.com holy crap you literally put the validation into my granny panties and add passionate fuel into my green heart. There are hundreds of podcasts on Herbal Marie and Herb Oracle, and I dedicate them all to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. All right, I got my coffee. Okay. So, yeah, you might think that I do these wild edible podcasts to learn more and put information, but yeah, I'm just here to call everybody bitches now. All right, moving along. It's getting hot, or is that just the coffee? Whew. So the sun is shining. You guys, like, it just took forever to, like, get to the right temperature for us to hang out here. Um, so hopefully over the next few weeks we'll do a few more wild edibles 
you know, just the popular ones. Um, if you're a real forager, you're like, who is this? Who is this lady girl? Why is she talking about wild edibles? I'll tell you why I'm talking about wild edibles. Because everyone needs to know. Everyone needs to know what they can eat in their yard or in the woods or wherever you find yourself. But, you know, to be honest, I'm really not a woodsy dweller. I'm not. I'm not a forest dweller. I'm a backyard fairy. <laughs> We're like two different breeds of people, but we both love plants. Um, but I am going to romp around in the forest here, maybe on the 26th at a ginseng farm and um, actually hang out with somebody who's smarter than me. So it's going to be fun because, um, yeah, like I am a backyard herbalist. And so if I get a chance to go into the forest with someone who actually knows what the hell they're talking about. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up for that, you guys. I'm gonna get up and do that. So I think it's it's a herbalist from Penn State. I'll have to get his last name. Before before I start dropping names <laughs> trying before I start dropping names trying to sound cool, I will find out their name. Alright, so um, in my violet folder, for every one of my herbs, I have like a yellow folder that I collect my notes. And then when I do the nerdy podcast, I put my notes in there. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why. Just for reference. Um, and it does come in handy because <clears throat> the other day I had a lady visit me. A lady friend. A lady mama friend. And um, we pulled up a herb because we were like, I wonder if you can take that when you're pregnant. And uh, yeah, we pulled it up, looked at the notes, and it was like, no, bitch, you cannot take this if you're pregnant. And we were like, oh, okay. That's why Sadie takes her notes. So, um, let's talk about Violet, though. Can you take it when you're pregnant? Probably. Yeah, you're just going to eat it. Uh, what was the disclaimer? Only if, like, you're already really cold. If you have a really bad cold, uh, shaky chills. I don't know, though. I would say that's hardly anything to worry about. But, like, if you were really on the cold, cold, cold side, you know, just know that Violet, too, is also really cooling. All right, so let's enjoy the birds. <clears throat> okay, so there's a little violet playing card. And um, you can, the whole plant is technically edible. It's just short. It's like under four inches. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Um, <coughs> yep. <laughs> is that the first sneeze I've ever done in my podcast? <laughs> Bless you. All right, excuse me. I did not cover either. I just like sneezed towards my coffee. <laughs> it's a really high source of vitamin C. Um, so here's here's some ways, that, specific ways that you can use violets as a wild edible. The leaves, you can eat them raw. Okay, you can eat them raw. You can steam them. You can saute them. You can drink the li liquid used for cooking. Which to me is basically making a fucking tea. <laughs> like, but uh, you can eat, like, say you want to boil the leaves and just eat, like, a sloppy mess of boiled greens. Drink the cooking liquid, too, because all your vitamins and minerals went into that cooking liquid. You can use as a, th as a soup thickener. I didn't know that. But you can use the leaves as a soup thickener. And you can freeze the leaves. And add them to soup later in the winter. That's a good idea. And you can dry for tea. That's what I do. 
dry the leaves for tea. Now the flowers, you can eat those raw. You can steam them and saute them and drink the liquid used for cooking as well. Um, another thing to do with the flowers is make jellies, jams, syrups, and wine. See, it wasn't even going there. I didn't even think about that. Violet flowers are cute. You can freeze them in ice cubes and you can candy them. So the entire plant, you know, like you could just whack, cut it at the base if you were in a big hurry, I guess. Um, and steam boil it using soups or stews. So, yeah, there's a lot of greens that, like, you can just cook down for a soup. Which reminds me, I did that this week. And I don't even know if I'm going to eat it. It was, like, actually, like, hydroponic greens and arugula and all this other weird shit. And, like, I was like, there's no way I can eat all this. I'll just make a soup. And then I forgot. I just didn't do nothing with it. I'm just not hungry lately. But if I was hungry, I would eat some violets. Now, in baking, use flour with violets for a delicious, unique flavor. So you can put the violets in your baking. Viola odorata, it's one of the first spring flowers. So why would you wanna use it? There's the garbage guy. Um, for coughs, colds, bronchitis, and asthma. You can use it for all that. You can make a tea for it. You just use like two teaspoons of fresh or one teaspoon of dried the leaves. For colds, coughs, bronchitis. As I'm sitting out here, yeah, after that sneeze, maybe there's some pollen in there. I don't know. But you can drink two to cups a day, two to three cups per day for relief of <clears throat> bullshit in your throat. Get it out of you. Um, you could also gargle with that cold, with the cold tea, you know. Um, gargle all day long if you're having any trouble in your throat. Like I said, you can make a compress. You could actually just put the tea on your skin. If you had acne or sunburn or boils or scrapes or whatever skin irritation you have. <laughs> I sound like I need some. Um, you can just put it right on your skin. Um, you can make a cough syrup. I'm trying to read here. The sun is blazing. Um, you can make a cough syrup with the fresh leaves and the fresh flowers. Do like a cup of each if you have. So that's like two cups of stuff. And then you pour two cups of boiling water over it. And you steep it ten minutes and you strain it. And you just heat up that liquid a little bit um, to reduce it to one cup of liquid. Then you add a half a cup of honey. And this says to simmer for ten minutes more. Holy shit refrigerate in a clean glass bottle for up to two months and you can just take a tablespoon four times a day as you need that cough syrup there's a lot of shit man all right you can make a violet flower honey that's like you see susan weed doing that on her videos you've probably seen that uh you basically just put some flowers in a jar and then cover it with honey this says one cup of fresh flowers to two cups of hot honey but for us raw honey lovers, why the fuck would you heat up your honey? <laughs> I need the wild edible podcasts because I don't get to do this in my other ones. <clears throat> All right, let's yell at the garbage guy. Jesus. All right. <laughs> All right, it's so funny, like, both of the garbage guys love to idle and, like, 
they're like, oh, we need to smash this garbage down. Let's do it in front of this lady's house, like, every single time. Yeah, we have we have two different garbage companies that come through our, our tiny town because it's just funny. Like, with all things, half the people want this one, half the people like that one. It's like the politics of sanitation. <laughs> like, always divided, right? God bless America. Always divided. Well, I'm so tired of division. I just want you to know that I love you no matter what team you play for in your life. And um, we need to start coming together and acting like beautiful human fucking beings. All right. So um, what else can we say about violets? Like I said, I did just, I did do a whole podcast about violets. Um, let me look at my notes. Uh, faithful green fl- friend, full of loyalty, eater flowers fresh, blah, blah, blah. Quit pulling her out of the garden. She can be part of your anti-cancer regimen. So there, wild edibles, WTF. Like, people can be like, why, why the hell are you foraging? And you can be like, because it's part of my anti-cancer regimen, you twat. Um, yeah, eating plants that grow in nature, it is good for you. In case you hadn't thought of that. So, yeah, we kind of covered how it's good for all types of phlegmy stuff. Coughs, bronchitis, insomnia. It's good for hangovers. I have it written down here, so it must be true. Um, why? Because you're, like, all hot and gross from poisoning yourself with alcohol. So you drink some violet tea. It'll help clear that heat. Reduces swelling, good for skin issues, good for tumors and cysts. Um, Do your own research. So, anti-cancer, there's like a whole page about that. If if that is your intentions, make sure you're drinking infusions every day. So you better get out there and harvest yourself a lot of violet leaves. I mean, get on it. Now's the time. Because as the summer heat hits those leaves, they get pretty rough looking you can still use them, absolutely, but I mean, you might as, sometimes it just seems like at the end of summer, there's just not very many violets around, because here they get like singed, and you know what else, like, you know, the animals eat them too, rabbits and whatever, and deer, I don't know if they eat the violets actually or not, I'm just pissed, because guess what the deer have been eating? My wild lettuce, they came in and ate the fucking tops off of all of them, I'm so pissed because I like to grow wild lettuce because I like to smoke it. All right. So anyways, disclaim out the wazoo uh, for violet, viola, odorata. You avoid very high doses. Um, They could make you throw up. And there's some alkaloids in the roots that could make you throw up. And um, avoid it if you already have the chills because it's cooling. Okay. We've got a big old crazy page. And you can get these if you're my patron. I'll... All my notes I upload to the Herbal Marie Patreon page. And you can, I mean, I wouldn't say print them out, but you can just pull them up real quick and look at the PDF on your phone. Scroll down and be like, oh yeah, how to use violet. Fresh flowers and leaves. I can eat them because they have vitamin C. They're good in my salads, honey, syrup, steam them, saute, broth, tea. It. I mean, you can just like scroll down and be like, oh right, I can dry these. I can freeze them in ice cubes. I can put some fucking flowers on my cake. I can make a compress. I can put it on my skin. Um, You can put it on your sore cracked nipples. I have that written down here. You can gargle the tea. If you have a throat infection, 
it's gentle enough to use that cold tea as an eye wash. And you could just even put the, the little flowers in your cold water and make a cold water infusion. But yeah, I mean, personally, if I see some violet flowers, I just bend over and eat them. I pick them off with my hands. If you were, if you were envisioning me bending over and eating them like a, like a cow, no, I pick them off with my hands and then I eat them. But part of me was seeing me put my face to the, to the ground and just eating, eating the flower like that. No, I probably wouldn't. Um, not because like I have anything about against eating like food like a cow. It's just my teeth don't really touch in the front like I have an overbite I have a witchy overbite and so I'm just really not a grazer like that I'm probably gonna pick it off and pop it in my mouth I'm not gonna bite it off with my teeth because I'll have to like side bite it and then I'll look really ridiculous I'll be like a side biting cow no I'm just gonna pass on that all right so anyways I like to eat them because they're good for your veins they strengthen the capillary walls um they help prevent or maybe even treat varicose veins so drink some fucking tea and eat like a half a cup a day when you can i got a whole list of nerdy words for violets and then also ah, uh, also in this um folder i have the violet affirmations that violet was our herb of the week on the podcast herb oracle if you like if you like me swearing, check out my podcast Herb Oracle. <laughs> Where not only do I swear, but I try to embark on a spiritual journey within the realm of the botanical kingdom. Um yeah, I basically just pull oracle cards and talk about plants and my fucked up life. You might like it. But anyways, I want to read you these affirmations because it's like when you're in nature and you're with plants, um, you really can like go at it from so many different angles. Like as a, you know, a wild forager. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the food. I get, I get you and your, your appetite. I understand you forest dweller. You're hungry, <laughs> but you know, I guess us fairy, our backyard, us backyard fairies, we're not as hungry cause we don't like walk three miles looking for one fucking flower to eat. We have more food in our backyard, but anyways, you can sit with plants in a spiritual way too. So it's like food, medicine, remedies, prevention, um, healing. Like you can do all this physical healing, but spiritually, do you get that spiritually plants are there for us too? So, I mean, if you are a forest dweller and I love you, I'm just playing. I'm just picking on you. I wish I was a forest dweller. Um, not, but like, um, I love you. And I just want to say like, when you walk into the forest, do you not feel amazing? Do you not feel good? Yeah, you do because you're surrounded by trees and herbal allies and medicine and nature communication. There's like a whole thing going on in the forest. So plants to me are spiritual. Plants are my religion. I love them. I love them. I look to them for everything, including affirmations. So here's the affirmations from Violet from the Herb Oracle podcast. Violet taught us that week when it was our herb of the week. It taught us to say, I am free. I am free. I attract the right people with my honey vibes. Yeah, that's right. Violet taught us all about having honey vibes. <laughs> <clears throat> I might have to go back and re-listen to this podcast. I create safe spaces for others to openly share with me. 
I honor my time to retreat and nourish myself. I use discernment and good timing for all my interactions. And the best thing that Violet taught us about at the Herb Oracle podcast is I look inside for my guidance. I look inside for my guidance. So anyways, I did print out these affirmations and you can find those on my Patreon page too. But that is all that I've got going on in this folder. Um, So that's enough. That's enough for Violet. But you know, yeah, if you do want to look online for some specific recipes for the Violet honeys, for the Violet jams, um, I know you'll find shit tons of recipes. That is without a doubt. But yeah, bottom line, why the fuck would you want to forage wild violets? Because they're delicious. I mean, I ain't even going to play. They are the most satisfying leaf to eat in the spring they're not they're not bitter they come with their own salad dressing they're tender when they're young okay they're really good later on you're probably going to want to cook them add them in your soups dry them for tea for fuck's sake i love you so much there are all these teas around that you can get for free and they're good for you Like, why wouldn't you want to be strengthening your veins and removing any cysts that are even thinking about setting up in your body, right? Like, as you take in these wild edibles on a daily basis, because nature is giving them to you for free, it's helping you take care of your body. Like, really, you are what you eat. So um, eat some violets, faux show. All right, thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you again soon. I don't know what wild edible we'll have to do next. I'll have to look at my list and uh, pick out my favorites because I want to do a few more of these. It's a good reminder um, why we should be eating them, why we should be taking advantage of them being so available. And, you know, mother, father, nature, they're like, yo, get your violets. Get them in the spring, harvest the leaves all summer, have them for winter. You'll appreciate it when you're like swimming in mucus. You can eat yourself some violet soup. You can drink yourself some violet infusion. You know, just have yourself a cup of violet tea. Wild edibles, why the fuck would you want to know about them? Wild edibles, why the fuck would you want to know about them? Wild Edibles with Herbal Marie. Thanks for listening. Support this podcast by becoming a patron. You'll gain access to PDF downloads and Herb Nerd Notes. Visit HerbalMarie.com and become a patron today.